what's up everybody welcome to the self-medicated podcast i am your host troy alim aka the wayfair i am in the building with the captain of the igloo justin yes, sir. we got uh we don't really have an aka for malik yet but Malik is here. The, the I most think I'm the most man. tested man in the West. The, the, the most <laughs> tested man on the, from the West side. From out West. <laughs> What's good, man? How are y'all? How are y'all? How are y'all feeling? I'm great. Amazing. <clears throat> Did you have a good week? Got this lapel mic on me. I feel like a new man. Kind of official. <laughs> I still believe a, a baby animal had to die for your vest. Hold on, hold on. Look at that squirrel skin coat. Oh. <laughs> get, get that coat some peanuts. <laughs> Nah, I'm convinced. This is all synthetic material. Marshals don't really rock with the um, with killing animals. Nah, Marshals is vegan. They this is like cotton. I think it's cotton, matted cotton. It's vegan. That's a vegan vest. (laughs) Should look like wheat, wheat cotton. (laughs) Got a vegan vest on. Oh shit! All right, man. Well, yeah. So welcome to the self medicated podcast for uh, what is it? Monday. March 16th. March 16th, yeah. yeah. Right now, you're probably listening to this in quarantine some kind of way, uh, whether it's self-inflicted or according to according <laughs> to the government um, and probably according to your job, you're probably holed up somewhere, looking at your computer. Hopefully, you have your streaming services or somebody's password to Netflix or something because <laughs> uh, we're going to be on lockdown for a little while and better fucking get used to it at least for a couple of weeks do y'all have any concerns about the coronavirus or anything that worries you before before i let y'all get into that we have been the kind of unofficial authority on uh the coronavirus i mean there are experts at the cdc and world health organization and things like that but they they ain't no real niggas you know what i mean so like they don't really be telling you really what's up but like we've been saying for a long time um you know that the shit was coming and shit was gonna get bad well i i actually was kind of i I must retract my former statements yeah um Said some ignorant things in the past. You was really um, verbally rooting for right me. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of, I was, I was kind of on that. But you know, yeah. now I got my go bag packed. Now I'm, I'm kind of hoping that some shit pop off because it, it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So Absolutely. Like, get it's into like the apocalypse is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, Quite literally. Shit, like, double tap was good. No, that, that's what's real. Like. Um, so you know we've been talking about since like they've been eating they be eating bats <laughs> how the coronavirus has spread and now it's over here in america and who to ever thunk it right and all of that type of shit but this infectious disease is uh is is going crazy there's a lot of things happening because of the way that it's spreading right like a lot of schools are closed down. I think today, earlier, or over the weekend, uh, CPS schools closed. All the public and private schools in Illinois have to close. A lot of businesses and organizations are at minimum working remotely. So, like, motherfuckers got to do the shit they always do anyway. Who's working from their computers, which is fucking... There's um, only three states in our in this in God's great union, United States of... America that don't have any cases. Only three? Missouri, Virginia, Idaho, and West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're coming. They're lying. <laughs> A, they're lying. <laughs> B, they're coming. So the thing the weird thing about the coronavirus is it's two two weird things to me about this virus is A, 
You could be asymptomatic and still infectious. That's wild to me. It could be nothing mm. wrong with you and you could be spreading the shit around. That's insane. The other thing is because there's no test, like a limited amount of tests uh, for this virus, you, uh, motherfuckers could have been at it and didn't know. True. Like I pretty firmly believe I had the shit based on <laughs> all of <laughs> all of the symptoms and everything that I've heard and read about the coronavirus. Like I am convinced that I had that shit. I definitely had it. So like. Oh no, <clears throat> coronavirus is real. Um, have y'all been impacted by the coronavirus at all? It's just work. I mean, stuff getting canceled. I was supposed to talk to the to a, an assembly of nine hundred and fifty high school students on Friday. That shit got canceled. Mm-hmm. I also had court on Friday. They didn't cancel court. Hmm. Of course not. Interesting. Trying to collect on nigga. I was like, nope. Give me that. <laughs> give me that community service. Yeah. I got several letterheads in my drive. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you talking about. Got the wrong one. Community. I am community service. Niggas come to me for community service. Uh, yeah, no, for me, I think uh, mostly it's just impact of work, cancel shit. But the weird thing is, I was saying earlier, this has been the longest week. Because every couple hours is some new update, new procedures on how to react to this shit, which is weird to me because it's like, my nigga, you couldn't tell two hours ago that this was about to happen? You know what I mean? Like, why do we keep updating how we're reacting to this every couple hours instead of putting into place some sort of week, two week, three week plan that we could adapt from there? Like, why is it every two hours we switching up what we doing? That shit is kind of weird to me. I don't understand that. Um, what I do understand is it's a dynamic situation and like we ain't never dealt with no shit like this before. That's the answer. That's the answer. That's your question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some shit, Cause I'm like, always the type of person that believe in common sense. And I'm the type of person who's just going to ask people, why the fuck are y'all outside? Like, why? What are you doing? You came outside today? What you mean? No, 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 no. I'm not congregating. I'm not around people. I'm here with y'all, and I'm at my house. And I've been that way for the last two, three weeks. Like, it doesn't make sense to me why we're just now getting to the point where, oh, maybe it's not a good idea to be around a lot of people. I can can answer that for you. What's the answer? It's capitalism. Because you you, you grind those gears, you slow them shits down. So just milking it at this point? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, must gotta work, must gotta eat, must gotta make money. To the hour, though? I think we're still milking to the hour. That's desperate. I think it's better to have, rather than, like you said, have make a plan and then adapt it as we move along, I think that causes more panic than letting people know, oh, this is a developing situation and we let you know what to do, the best information as we receive it. And so you give them, you, you funnel it out. I mean, I, by the end of next week, it won't be like that. It will be, it will stabilize, right? It's not, it's not going to continue to be like hour to hour updates, like you need to do something different. <laughs> like this is going right. And the way a virus work is, at at, at a certain point, so it's going to hit everyone it can hit. Right. Some people are going to be immune for some reason. My thing is, so I agree. It's going to hit everybody. Is going to hit. The only thing that we can do is make sure it don't hit that number all at once, right? Like we want to spread that 
out as far as possible. And to me, what you're saying actually for me actually encourages a level of panic. If every time I hear something and by the time I go to make a plan or, you know what I'm saying, figure out what I'm gonna do with my kids or what I'm gonna do with my job, by the time I finally get in touch with them, it's some new information and I gotta switch that up now. You know what I'm saying? To me, that would induce more panic than, look, in about two weeks, this is where we expect this shit to be and we'll we'll go from there and, and, and update folks from there. Then, I don't know. To me, that's that's more uh, panic-inducing is the way that they're doing it now. Every couple minutes, oh, shit. It's not that bad, y'all. Well, it's, it's kind of bad. Maybe just chill out a little bit. You know, make sure you guys are washing your hands. You know, don't if you're sick, stay inside. Matter of fact, don't gather <laughs> in, in groups of thousands. Make it, make it 250 people. That's not really... Matter of fact, everybody stay home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is all within a week. Like that's yeah. that's kind of insane, yo. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. When you could have just said like, yo, in about two weeks from now, everybody is probably gonna be working from home. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a little bit to to figure out how to contain this. These are the couple, These are the types of things that can help. You know, long term. And then y'all do what you need to do with that information. But don't say I didn't tell you that in two weeks it's gonna be like this. Right. If you don't do these things. So that's so how you minimize panic in my eyes. My thing is, what about the people or the, the the industries that you can't work at home, like service industry, like yeah. people who work at Walmart, people like retail, are those places going to begin to close too? And that is when I think, and, and low-key kind of hope, motherfuckers start acting a little wild because I want to see these people go crazy. Yeah. So it's weird, it's sick, it's kind of sick. To say, but I, I kind of want to see the how the world responds. Yeah, it's a, so it's like yeah. a it's a petri like it's shit could pop off. Right. You got kids though. I'm a, I'm in the crib. That? I'm not trying to see it up close. I I want to <laughs> hear the NPR reports. Like I'm, I'm watching on the news. Right. I'm trying to document this shit. I ain't trying to do this shit. Right. I don't. I'm not gonna be involved in that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. We're up from yesterday. We had 46. Today we got 64. Come on, yo. We up, boy. <laughs> Think about that. Think Sweet about boys. that. That's only the folks who can go there and get a test and get it confirmed. Right. Well, that's what they're trying to pass now through the House. I mean, through the Senate package free where testing? people can get free testing and two weeks off of paid leave. So we'll see if it happens. I mean... So look, this is what I told my job. <laughs> I, I already had, pre-corona, I already had some April vacations planned. And I told them, like, listen, if y'all re end up rescheduling anything for when I'm on vacation, I'm still on vacation. So I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm taking, I'm going to uh, Arizona <laughs> the first week of, of April, and I'm going to Miami the last week of April. And so so, <laughs> you're, you so to, you're going? Yeah. As so you you're you was just talking all this shit about why are these people congregating? Well, why are these people to... you finna get in an enclosed capsule of a vehicle with at least fifty other motherfuckers and the but they probably already canceled because they ain't crazy like your ass. <laughs> so you you gonna go to an airport and then you're gonna get on a plane that's gonna take you to another airport where you will then have to get on another plane that's gonna have to take you to another airport. <laughs> yeah, you at risk. 
So if y'all have been paying attention, as I have, y'all will know the timing of when shit will start to be safe and when shit will start changing. Bruh, don't nobody so know far, the timing. Gonna be so safe. far, the mm-hmm. predictions and models that I've been watching have been <laughs> spot on. Therefore, got Professor Troy over. I there. wanna see him. <laughs> Send me the doc. Oh, I'll be honest. That. I'll be honest. That end of April trip is for sure safe. That beginning of April trip is kind of like. Mm, we gotta see. We gotta see. My girl mm-hmm. and, and her mother are talking about going to uh, Puerto Rico mid-April. They oh, got that's tickets. That's a third world country, though. That's <laughs> that's different. That's, I'm t- I said Arizona and Miami, nigga. I didn't say goddamn Colombia. <laughs> you don't think that's different? It's a different environment. Right. I, I mean, yes, it's a different go. environment for sure, but it still doesn't take away the fact that it's the same amount of plane trips to go to some place and come back to some place. Are you saying you're not with it? They want to go and you like, nah. Um, at this point, I'm like, probably not with it, but I'm still watching this shit unfold. Like, if this is, you know, what I'm saying, like, a lot could change and a lot could not change, but mother's gonna do what they want to do. So. I feel like we know what's going to change, though. That's the weird part. We know exactly what's going to change. At some point, we're going to have to put a pause on this shit. And it's just when are we... Malik, your point about capitalism earlier, I think that's what's really going on. We're trying to milk everything we can before we have to shut it down. We know that we're going to have to shut it down at some point. We're just trying to control the panic and milk all that we can out of it before we have to shut it down. That's what I think is going on. Hmm. And my thing is, we could have just from the sh- jump said, hey, at some point we're going to have to shut this shit down and let everybody make their decisions accordingly instead of this slow rollout. Not even slow. It's a fast ass fucking panic uh, inciting rollout of the coronavirus. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what. Yeah, this shit is weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm off of the coronavirus. Yeah. You know, they canceled basically all the sports. This is another aspect of uh, what's unique about this is usually during these kind of tragic times or tragic. you know pandemic pandemics or anything that's really kind of a uh, a universal problem for humans. We typically have some sort of distraction that we can turn to, whether it's entertainment and some There's form no of sports. Typically, we haven't had this. We, we've this had new measles things. and polio and SARS Yeah, but it ain't Mars. been like this. They're saying the last time some shit like this popped up was 1918 Spanish flu. Right. Niggas it was college football was back on. then, though. This one's saying. We didn't have network TV television. Then, right. Like, radio, I guess. There was no distraction from, like, this is some new shit. That's why I, I think shit gonna pop up. Because <laughs> it's new. It's new. I mean, so when you say, okay, let's get into that. When you say shit is going to pop off, I, I, it's, um, it's what, so when you say pop off with, uh, the images that that brings to mind is like race riots type of pop off where people is like, nah, fuck all this shit. We ain't like, there are no rules now. Right. And operating in that fashion. So what do you mean by popping off? Because I mean, of the people are going to be on a hair trigger. Like, it's going to be crowded hospitals. People haven't had rest. People are stressed out, anxious, and don't want to be congregating in spaces. If they're showing up to hospitals looking for treatment, 
it's it's gonna be some it's gonna be some fights. It's gonna be some something. Uh, so it's gonna be some act, like, some some behavior that's not normal. You're talking like survival instinct type shit, where people are trying to get care and are willing to do whatever they gotta do to get or gotta go get their medicine. Yeah, and going to Walmart. I mean, or, or or the Walgreens, and somebody say something stupid to them, or whatever it may be. Like it's yeah. it's a tinderbox. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and that's very different to me than uh than than some um some sort of racially inspired or event inspired thing that tips a, a certain demographic over the edge and makes them want to act a certain way. This is more so kind of a universal survival type thing. Like, motherfuckers is on edge, sleep deprived, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> based on the fact that we try to fucking live. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's that's a very interesting thing. Um, so yeah, shout out to the coronavirus. I'm not gonna lie. I, I am, so far, I am enjoying this social experiment to see how really digital a society we really can be um, and how function, like, uh, I think a lot of people talk about, oh, pretty soon we're just going to be people in a pod standing in front of a screen and that's our entire existence. Oh, we're going to see how close we are yeah. to that we are right now, right? Um, if you think about all the things that you have access to that you don't have to really leave your home for in terms of work, entertainment, sustenance, like all that you have, everything pretty much at your fingertips. Yeah, I so would. Like that's a. It's an interesting thing to see. Like really, how much? How much can we as a society rely upon that? Um, and what does that mean? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna try to move on from coronavirus, I guess. But everything is canceled. NBA is canceled. Let's get into some of the new music that came out. The the elephant in the room is the J Electronica album, the most anticipated album. Um, in a very, very long time, a lot ever. of folks would say, ever, in a lot, in a lot of, uh, a lot of folks' eyes. Uh, so Jay Electronica put out a forty-minute, ten-track joint album with Jay Z, and you know, I, at minimum, we could say it's a polarizing project, right? Is that fair to say? I don't think it's polarizing. You don't think it's polarizing. So the, the opinions that I've heard so far is that it's either Reggie as fuck, like it's meh, or <laughs> it's a fucking instant classic, greatest thing ever heard. Um, I would love to hear you gentlemen's uh, opinions before I, I give mine. I think you need to give yours first. I so should get mine first? Criticize your <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give mine first. So I feel like it's a good album. It's a great album, and I feel like it's going to be an eventual classic. What I think folks are going to appreciate about this album is uh, what, what's going to happen is it's going to be a long time before we get some more Jay-Z bars. So that means that we're going to be, this is the last really dope Jay-Z shit that we're going to get for a long time. So folks are going to automatically be drawn to go back to this and reminisce on that. And that's automatically going to force folks to re-listen to Jay Electronica's verses, which I think are under underappreciated right now, but will be appreciated much more in the long run. How many I've, times did you listen to this album? I've listened to this shit like maybe six, seven times so far. Um... So my initial reaction is like the music is cool, the production is dope, it's a little weird, it's a little 
um, out there. Like the beats they chose is, is very different. I like all of the non-musical elements of like the skits and transitions and all of that. That shit is super duper dope. I think fucking Jay-Z is, <laughs> what can you say? Like he's, he's really spitting on that motherfucker. And Jay Electronica Bro, sounds like he's... I got pushback on that, man. On Jay-Z's lyrics? Yeah, and not his lyrics, but on his fucking delivery as I flow. love like, Jay-Z's delivery and flow. I nah, love it. I, like, That's I one of my there. favorite things about it is it's so on it's so it's it's uh it's so like stumbly. You Why know what do you I mean? like that? that? Shit is like dope. I sat there and I <laughs> listened dope. to a few of the lines that he was stumbling on and I like spit them back to myself to be like, is it like that this line is just impossible to say rhythmically so you like fluidly? No, not at all. <laughs> That's I'm what just saying. saying I sat there and I listened to how he said it and then I said it back like like and I'm like you 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 could have just like done another take and this could have came out better. I feel like he's lazy lately. Like the four I four like four felt like that to me. That way, I feel like he's Not always all, been that bro. way. But no, to me, it's intentional. No, to me, it's intentional. He's it's it's fumbling. It's like a. Da, 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 on the beat type thing. It's not really like a. He's not writing it on top the whole time. Yeah, he's but never there's ways to way. fumble on the beat and it still be on the beat and not sound like he fucked up. But to me, it he don't sound, sound like he fucked up. To me, it sounds like he, he be sounding like he fucked up. It like he sound like an old nigga trying to rap. No. Damn, that's kind of disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, we might not let you be that we can some old niggas still trying to rap. <laughs> right. If you want to hear old niggas trying to rap, this sounds stumbly. I know I'm not the only person that feels like this. So. You might be. Who, who are you? Because, who you know, like that? Yeah, because of all the criticism that I've heard about the album, the one uniting thing is that Jay was spitting on this one. He was <laughs> like spitting, that. but he sounds like an old nigga trying to rap. I, I don't, you don't know think it's that. just more of him just like giving us the purest form of delivery and not trying to be one take hold. I feel like... And, B. Chris is just like, get the art out as, as it first comes out, not trying to refine it to make it seem crisp or like clean, or like you said. Jay could kick one of his babies through a fucking, fucking uprights, so and y'all would be like, you see that fucking field goal though, Jay 45, like he still could kick field goal. Babies be like, like five pounds, bro. <laughs> That's, That's a impressive. five pound baby. <laughs> Man, that shit is no, just ridiculous to me. The shit gets Have you dissected the lyrics or is most of your criticism just aimed at his flow? Because that, honestly, I the know a lot of The lyrics are great. I know a lot of people who have criticized Jay's flow for a long time, right? That's, that's, that's not a new, necessarily new uh, criticism of Jay-Z. Jay-Z used to be like on the cutting edge of flows and delivery like but, but he real hasn't fast really saying flowing has he yes okay i don't know that's debatable so yeah to me the the, the j electronica album i think it's it's gonna be one of those albums that we appreciate uh in mass a lot later on i like it um the biggest criticism that I have about this, and I can attribute to the this to the fact that this nigga ain't put out music in ten years, is the uh, track order is a little fucked up. So I would have rearranged these ten tracks in a different way. I absolutely would. What's the name of the track where they go back and forth? I would have had that. The is it the blinding or never end of story? One of them. I would have had that as the first track. Where they go back and forth with it. It's a little bit more up-tempo than a lot of the other songs. I would have started with that 
and then did the rest of these songs. There's a couple other songs I would have rearranged too. I think Flux Capacitor belongs more in the top half of the album than the bottom half. The end of the album, API DTA, that was good. I think that was a good final track. Ezekiel's Will, I think should have been moved up. So overall, just the track listing, right? Uh, I would have reordered how this sounded. Uh, that would have that would have helped a lot to me. But still, I think, I mean, I always appreciate dope ass music and dope ass lyrics and, and real shit, shit that make you think, shit that make you be like, hold up, what the fuck that nigga just said? Rewind it, bring it back, rewind. Like, I, I fuck with that shit, I like it. Um, yeah, criticize my opinion, please. All right. Tear it apart. The most troubling issue I had with the album was it didn't really have any drums on it and the production was weak. Like, for everybody to back Jay Electronica in the industry, all the producers that would give him beats for free, I found the beats to be very lackluster. A lot of hmm. them were just loops without drums. That's true. And I think because of that, when I was trying to listen to the album, I just kept, my mind just kept wandering off. Like, there's nothing like sonically there to keep me in. Like, the lyrics are dope when I'm paying attention, but if I'm like doing something else, I'm not like, oh shit, what is that? I just completely stopped listening to it. And I tried to listen to it maybe six, seven times. Like, it definitely has some bars on there, but like, it doesn't cap captivate me like I wanted it to. And I'm really disappointed by the production on it. Because like, you, you can't have just Blaze, Swiss Beats, Alchemist. Alchemist, and this is this is like kind of what happens with Nas albums. Like you know, the lyrics are going to be there, the concepts. So the do you blame the weakest thing? Do you blame Electronica for picking those beats, Absolutely. or those producers for giving them to them? It's the rapper's <laughs> fault. Because <laughs> yeah, if you don't through. like it, you be like give me something different, yeah. give me something else, and they're not so. making you pick these beats. So then, for a debut album and to have Jay motherfucking Z on the album, should the blame really actually then go on Jay Z for that? Nah, that's all him, man. It's all you. You gotta, you, you gotta give that man responsibility for his actions. So you don't think Jay Z gave him any kind of creative direction on this album? He still has the final say, though. I think Jay Z being an artist will still give him that. To what extent, though, is Jay gonna be like, nigga, you fucking this shit too? You fucking this up too much. I don't. Well, I, just, I don't want to think there is no world in which that happens. Yeah, there's no world that happens. Jay is like nigga. I love Jay Electronica. Here's some. Here's some rhymes. Yes, Do whatever the I fuck think you that's what happened. Shit. I think it he could like have it. put his Total hands on it more, and he didn't. I agree. Like, it sounds to me that Jay Electronica said, "Nigga, I'm not releasing no more music unless I got a joint album with Jay." And Jay was like, here, nigga, here. Fucking put some shit out. No, nah, I mean, I don't, I, he... Maybe not that simplified, but like, so, that was that that was the stipulation. I ain't putting nothing else out unless I got Jay on my shit. My take is that the, I, I like the album because it is self-aware. There's one thing that this album had to be, and it was self-aware. Mm. In terms of addressing the fact that... Yes. This is your debut album. <laughs> Jay-Z is on Which every is track. Nigga, it's on Rock album? Nation. Yeah, it's 10 songs. Yes, yeah, it's, it's absolutely 30, an album. It's, it's perfect. Minutes. No, it's perfect. Perfect length. Oh perfect God. length, in my opinion. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it just it had to be self-aware, and it had to come with bars. And I, you can't... You, 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 you know it's going to be bars if it's J and J. But, uh, is there any song on here a, with more than one verse from each of them? 
Um, I think uh, what's it called uh, Ezekiel will had had two from J, from J Electronic. Right, it did. I think it did. That's also my favorite track off the song. Same. On, on the, on Same. The shit, by the way. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, I, I was listening to it. I'm like, wow, the the cheat code <laughs> in this this shit is first be a legend. <laughs> first, you gotta be a legend. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta tease your album for twenty years. Then you gotta <laughs> drop it with Jay Z. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you got, you know what I'm saying? And and, and Ezekiel will he said, "What is this? this is its debut album with Jay Z? This is Highway Robbery." Right. Like, right. Exactly. Yes, it is. But y'all also spitting. Uh, I kind of agree with you. I, I wasn't impressed by the beats, um, but I w- I listened to it like three times this morning. Probably won't listen to the whole thing like that again. Mm-hmm. But there's a few tracks on there that I'm I, I put the little heart on. I'm, I'm, they, it's, yeah. it's in my. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, the more was, upbeat I, tracks that it. you'll revisit too, though. Huh? They're the more upbeat tracks that yeah, you'll Yeah, the one with Travis there. Scott. Yeah, that's my uh, shit right there. Ezekiel's yeah. Will is hard. So, I, yeah, I'm not mad at it. It's not great, it's good. Um, and it's self aware. So. Yeah, shout out. I'm never mad at that Hove lyrics, though. True. I always want to hear Jay Z songs. Um, did y'all get a chance to check out any of the other music that came out? Lil Uzi dropped. I don't see myself ever listening to a full Uzi album. That's just what it is. I'm not. What? I'm not. I'm not the music dudes y'all are. Let's just put that out there. I'm Nigga, not, that's uh, weird because you used to be the music dude. I did. <laughs> Specifically so, talking to you about Uzi when he first came out. Yeah, yeah you put but, me on the but Uzi. there's oh, certain relationships. Damn, that's the bitch. That I, I remember that shit. That yeah. was a yeah. long time ago. But I'm saying, like, I I will never have an album review like the one you just gave about track lists and all of that shit. Yeah. Like, I like put your songs in whatever order you want, <laughs> my nigga. Like, but there yeah. are albums and projects that jump out to me, like Dark Fantasy. I I've memorized that because it was put together so well. Right. But I'm not gonna like notice if it's put together. Shittily, and I guess that's my question. So yeah, I'm not gonna listen to a full Uzi album. Like I bop to some of his shit, but he's never been the artist that I'm going to for an album. So what's super dope to me about the Uzi shit is his rollout. So if you think about it, this week is when his album was supposed to drop. He actually dropped it a week early, and then this week he dropped the quote-unquote deluxe version which was actually another album and the deluxe version of the album that came out before. So he, if you really want to count it down and be specific, it's three albums, right? It's his regular album that came out last week. It's the deluxe version of that album. And it's the Lil Uzi vs. The World 2 album. So it's basically three albums in two weeks. All that shit slapped. Uh, The second one he put out, the Lil Uzi vs. The World 2, that shit sound like Uzi to me. That sound like some very, very little Uzi shit. Like, hey, you, that that was lit. Like, it sounded like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I really fucked with it. It was dope. It's very good springtime, early summer album. Like, when you're ready to... What's weird is it's Corona outside, but, like, this will make you want to go outside type music. Um, all right, so it's time to get a little bit yeah, serious now it. here on the Self-Medicated Podcast. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were made privy, you know, our, our group chat was blessed with a very revealing video around 
you know, things that are really relevant today, you know, post Me Too movement, post this kind of social renaissance of understanding of human interaction and behavior, we received a very disturbing video that kind of documented um, the double the the sexual double standards that exist within our society and and particularly within um, sexual relationships uh, uh, between straight men and straight women uh, potentially in other relationships too but like we can't speak on that because we all like busy. Mm. so what, <laughs> what, is talking about? To what is this bring that in we can have them but <laughs> you're building the suspense like right, right, like, what right. The fuck? so apparently like apparently um if you say no to me i'm gonna just assume that you're gay or something wow why you gotta be gay i mean he you. can but that would give me the impression that he's like gay or or maybe i'm ugly or maybe yeah. maybe my breast like something is off maybe because i don't know because it's just like it's mad weird like why are you saying no like at least you got a girl or you're gay I mean, or, you probably just or he just finds you not cute. Men can't say no within a relationship. So the, the video that we saw was basically one of these videos where, you know, there's a, there's a person with a microphone interviewing random people outside, right? Like they either at the beach or outside the bar or whatever. And uh, the question that he asks a bunch of women is, let's say you're in a relationship, you want to have sex, and your man says no. What do you do? And find a new man. No. <laughs> that would be a more acceptable answer than what we got from mm. all of these women. Their response was no, he can't say no. Or I would just take it. Can a man say no to sex to you? He can if I can say no to him when he asked me for it. He can, but if I want it, then I'm going to take it. Period. Oh, you get raped. You get raped? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Why you got to get raped, though? Because there is no no. You tell me no, and I want some of you, my nigga. You're going to get raped. That's your dick. There's no no. Period. There is no no. There is no no. Because, you know, most women, they be like, shit, I'm going to rape him if you say no to me. Like, he's, I'm too pretty to say no. That may happen. That may happen. What he you may, mean? He may get raped. He may get raped? He may. So. You going to what? I'm going to take it. Hey, listen. Hey, give me a second. I'm going to make a phone call right now. <laughs> calling the cops <laughs> I'm calling the cops man and I think that that to me was very alarming I don't know how it how you gentlemen received that reaction not um, alarming at all it's not alarming woman. to tell us a woman you don't like trying to do it to you exactly which is the same yeah. me too shit mm -hmm. that's the difference between sexual harassment and flirting is if you want it or not Right? And it's the same for us. Yeah. Shorty, I, I don't, I don't, what are we talking about? It's not a double standard. Just don't fucking make the wrong judgment. You no, dumb motherfucker. You didn't know You didn't is, know that you couldn't say that to her? Come on, bro. It's, it's still a double standard. It's definitely a double standard because the double standard it. is it's perfectly okay for a woman to publicly say, give a fuck about this nigga's agency. There, I want some dick. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> That's my yeah. dick. I'm going to get it. I'm going to take it. Like in Period. the video, they aren't like looked at the same way as a man is if he's done the thing like are we the man, same 
are, are y'all trying to make the argument that we're the same and we should be looked at the same? Is that no, what you're, I don't understand what I'm trying the to argument. Equality, we're what, talking about equality. You're what not. I'm also trying okay. to bring the Y'all are trying to, to make a facetious point. Is that what this is? No, it's no. about equality. Because, like, if a man did the same thing these women said right, in the video. Right, but, but this isn't. We're, this, that's, that's a moot point. We obviously know that if a man the did the separate thing, whatever. But we also know that men and women are not the same. Ooh. And men and women cannot do the same things. So if we say? know that. And we know, and you know, that if you was presented with this situation by a woman that wasn't disgusting or was disgusting, you would react accordingly. You would say to the disgusting one, get the fuck up out of my face, bitch. <laughs> to the one that you not fucking don't have a problem with, then you would go along with it. What, I don't, what, is, the, what is, is the discussion? So to me, that is where the discussion happens. Because to me, the point isn't about the equality or not. To me, it is the lack of awareness where it's an expectation as a man that you're supposed to just fuck whenever somebody tell you to fuck. And what I'm trying to bring attention to is the dynamic nature, especially of men of our caliber in this room who are dynamic individuals. And while we might lay it down in the bed, we may be more dynamic. What do you than know that. about what I'm laying down or not? Like, what, okay. what, well, what, cal- I, I what caliber? What is the caliber? That. But what I'm saying yeah, is. Basically, you. Like, what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying, don't try to separate mugs. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. What I am saying is that there is an emotion, a situation that men deal with where sometimes I don't want to fuck, right? And so we're talking about the dynamics of you not wanting to fuck and your counterpart not understanding or appreciating that sentence. If that is the case, then I totally understand and so hear where you're coming what we're from. About. So you okay. just got super defensive and went I just don't extra shit. I'm not defensive. I just, I just don't Why experience. the fuck are we talking about this then? Because you know we ain't the same. What you, what you mean? You think we the same? No, I'm not saying we the same. Listeners, please rewind back to when I made my point. If it sounded like that, then... No, because all I did was introduce men can't say no, and you went off on the tangent No, because it's it's wild. When niggas try to... No. Because oftentimes, niggas try to make this whole... But a I, double but standard point that. as if we are equal or as if we are the same when we also try to make the same point that we are not the same but off the time. So I thought and, that's what you were doing. If you weren't fault, doing that, fine. But let's get into the content is, of what you were saying. This is so, self-medicated Right. So to reply to your point of what you were saying, thinking, right. So, so to certain. reply to the point that you were saying, <sighs> I think that if that is the issue that you not trying to fuck and your girl is trying to make you fuck, that's a that, the, y'all need to talk about that shit. That that shit ain't right. But it's not. I don't think it's a double standard in that. That's okay. Like motherfuckers say that that's okay. Like I'm never not trying to fuck. So if my bitch is trying to fuck. Now I'm trying to fuck. So I don't understand what we, what, what they deal with in that way. So as somebody, I also have two kids, so sex yeah. comes a lot less often for me. So when it's time, it's time. Like niggas is getting that's down. Different. Exactly. I realize that self awareness. Boom. That's the theme of today's show. If you didn't notice. Yeah. So here at the Self Medicated Podcast, we like to uh, advance the conversations beyond the kind of simple minded bullshit surface arguments that niggas typically will make around, oh, it's a double standard and all this bullshit. That, that I don't, aside, I don't think you've I'm done not, that. Well, I'm... <laughs> nigga, 
you've made you've made the, the you've made the point the same point. You keep cutting me off. So cut me off back. Like communicate. We talking. I'm gonna let you say what you talking on him to cut you off. I'm gonna let you say what you gotta say. I'm gonna maybe you're easier to cut off. No, I want it to be clear what your point is. Okay. And I want you to sound foolish as fuck. Because when I make my point, you're gonna look goofy as make the point. So my point is, once again, we're not talking about double standards or anything like that. We're talking about as men who would potentially say no and the conversations and debate and posturing within a relationship that that comes with. That's all we're talking about. So as someone who has two kids and may not have the problem of needing to say no or whatever mm-hmm. i understand your perspective just like for a straight man not to understand the fight for gay rights i can understand that because that ain't your experience you don't get it like that right i can understand that however as someone who don't have those problems right it's a thing sometimes niggas is tired sometimes i've been at work all day sometimes shit it's late sometimes I just don't want it, but the the conversation is about how do you deal with as a man being with someone who don't give a fuck about none of that shit and just wants some dick. How do you deal with that? How do you approach that? Yeah, and, and the reason up. why this is a topic of conversation is it's actually a lot more popular than you would think. It's not as easy as just saying, yo, figure it out and work it out within your relationship. Gotta break not, up. She said, fuck it. You gotta break up. Just, just. Shorty trying to rape you every night. You gotta break up. That happens all the time, though. And because of the power dynamics between man and woman, it's not seen as an offense as if a man was trying to do it. Right. So like, I don't see anything wrong with. That. I don't think people that view that as a me. good it's reason a to break up. It's a logical conclusion. Though. I don't think people would be like that's a good reason to break up. I'm not saying it's not, but I feel like most of them. Yeah, wow, that nigga gay. Like, yeah. That's a lot of what happened in the video too. Like, oh, he's gay. He didn't want to fuck me, or yeah. he must be gay. Yeah. So what it sounds so like, like are ignorant women. So what's the problem with with with, with dumping them off? Like it's because nobody's talking about it, and it happens amongst a lot of women. And I think the main issue here is that women <laughs> do not know how to handle rejection. Ooh, well, how we? That's finding? a good point. <laughs> now we right. That's we, a good point. Fuck the man can't say no shit. Like to, yeah, like to be honest, like I don't shit. yeah, I don't see this as a huge problem in the fucking community. Like niggas mm. is getting propositioned and can't say no to say. I don't see that as a huge problem. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You wrong. Yeah. So what I do see as an issue is, yeah, I do find it that it's a societal issue. The way that we socialize women is that yeah you they aren't uh they aren't given the latitude to to be uh denied or to be rejected that doesn't often happen especially women who have status or who have looks or who have something that is coveted yeah absolutely that's that is an issue Damn, Malik won't let us get no toxic takes off at all. <laughs> this thing, yeah. What toxic damn. takes are you trying to get off? I don't know yet. We can't even see them. I'm really damn, interested so to hear Niggas some, don't even try. some you know women's responses to this. I, I, I just don't see these issues as issues like y'all see them as. I, I don't know. You I don't. need to sophisticate your life. And a lot of people got kids. A lot of people live yeah. different lifestyles than y'all do or have different types of relationships. So, like, 
Yeah, I don't live the same lifestyle as Justin. I, Justin don't live the same lifestyle mm-hmm. as me. I don't live the same lifestyle. We all actually have different lifestyles. That's what makes this kind of dope. Yeah. Um, that makes it dope and it don't make me fucking stupid as I was what 10 minutes ago okay no I still think your ass is wild I still think your ass is wild also we have to address this quickly just because I think this is important but we can really really quickly go through this Andrew Gillum is a wild boy y'all that's the dude that uh, was running for something, right? Yeah, he was running for something. Florida's he a ain't going to be running for no, nothing else. For a nice little minute. Well, uh, he was what running for something in Florida, right? Boy, this nigga. Let me tell y'all about this nigga here, Andrew Gillum. So, <laughs> yeah, scream, man. Come on. <laughs> shit. Yeah, and he was like, tell me what happened. Yeah. That's Google, fool. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't Andrew know Gillum is uh, from Florida. I think uh, Tallahassee. He was running for governor of Florida, I believe. He had mm. all of the celebrities behind him. Um, he was catching steam. He was, he, was, he was hot in these streets. Motherfucker Andrew Gillum, dark-skinned black man, proud black man, out here, repping these streets from Tallahassee running for governor mm. um and almost made it but made a really big splash in these in these political times about you know what he represented what he stands for uh and the attention that he was able to to garner for himself and in light of the democratic presidential candidates being trimmed down to two you know a lot of speculation and conversation is going on around who uh, Bernie Sanders and and Joe Biden are going to choose as their running mates. And so, um, you know, in light of those times, it just so happens that Andrew Gillum gets caught up in some wild hot boy shit. Mm. So apparently this nigga uh, was found passed out, knocked out, drunk in his own hotel room with some uh, other male. Oh, and uh, bags of meth. Whoa! In the hotel room. Um, I did not expect any of that. <laughs> so I'm like, he passed out drunk in his hotel room. What's wrong with that? Yeah, it just meth, kept escalating. Man. Oh shit! It just kept police escalating. report said Gillum, 40, was discovered throwing up in a bathroom, and his companion, Travis Dyson, 30, received CPR from paramedics in the room where the officers also found three bags of presumed crystal methamphetamine. No charges were filed in Gillum. Released a statement in which he said he had too much drink at a wedding reception. So, Andrew said, yo, was I, was at a, I was at a wedding reception. Roofing. It was vibes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> vibes. Shit was lit. Like, it was cool. I do not want to experience meth vibes. <laughs> no, but I'm saying this is what probably happened. This, this is why I prefaced it oh, with the whole kind of political context. Because mm. they don't want this man running for vice president. They don't want nobody to add him to their ticket. Was he on the... He was, he was in conversations? I think he was. That's mm. the whole point. I think Biden was about to snatch him up. Mm. That's what I think was about to happen. Uh, Gillum says, yo, I ain't never took no methamphetamines in my life. I got lit at a party. Yeah, I was drunk, but I don't know who Buddy Ass is. And I ain't never took no meth in my life. Come to find out, Buddy Ass is... <laughs> Prostitute. An escort. He's a male escort. And so now, regardless of what, right, it could have been literally uh, Andrew Gillum got lit at the birthday party and this other motherfucker was lit and didn't have no place to stay and they just ended up going to bed and he happened to have methyl. It could literally be that simple. 
Which is a wild shit. Sounds simple to you, nigga. It was a white man. Fuck this shit talking about, bro. What? That's the other part. That's the other part. That shit don't. So I tried, man. Damn, I tried. I tried. But at the end of the day, Andrew Gillum is a wild boy, man. I don't know what the fuck going on, but I think it's safe to say he will not be on anyone's ticket <laughs> come November in terms of vice presidential races. Talking about simple. It's uh, not a simple explanation. <laughs> I try Take to say that it. to you. Just, so Andrew Gillum is definitely Florida man, man. I mean, that was, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he got to be Florida man. Because um, that's a wild ass story. You got drunk at a wedding reception, woke up with meth and a male prostitute. Whose wedding was it? That's the question. Shit, might have been his. <laughs> That'd be even no wilder. Shit, right. <laughs> some hangover type shit. Well, why were the police called though? That's what also what I want to know. Well, why were the police called? And how did the police get called? Illegal drugs were discovered, but no arrests were made. That's really? What, nobody got yeah. arrested. Mm. What you I mean? I was tweeting about it though. Anybody who, like, if it's your hotel room and drugs yeah. is found in your room, you're gonna go to jail. That's gonna be your hmm. fault. That's typically how that works. <laughs> <is. laughs> that's typically how that works. But oh no, I guess Which, that's it. This is uh, this has been the Corona special <laughs> for your quarantine needs. Um, yeah, check out the Self Medicated Podcast. Uh, don't forget to rate and review wherever you tune in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Self Medicated Podcast, the Self Med Pod on all streaming services on everything. Um, and check us out. Uh, shout out to Justin for boosting our Instagram. Our shit looks like somebody knows what they're doing now, which is lit. I fuck with it. Um, <laughs> we're going to continue to be putting out content on there. Uh, but again, let us know what we should talk about. Rate, review, tune in. Let us know. Self-medicated podcast. We out here. Let's go. Yep. How many squirrels must die for you to look fly? Ah! <laughs> <laughs>